Hey, you guys. Welcome back to another episode of Rave Culture Podcast, your weekly guide to the EDM community, music festivals, and more. I'm your host, Emma Capotis. Thank you all so much for tuning in today. We are gonna laugh in this episode. So I hope you guys are ready. If you're driving in a car, if you're on your commute right now, wherever you're listening, I hope you're not easily embarrassed because you're gonna be laughing your ass off in this episode. So Thank you guys so much for checking out the podcast, whether you just joined us this week or you've been listening for a while. uh, I really appreciate you being here and I'm so excited to kick this one off. Quick shout outs and thank yous as per usual, you guys, you know the drill at this point. Thank you all so much for spreading the word on the podcast, for rating and reviewing on iTunes. I see all of you. If you didn't know, you can, you know, rate a few stars or write a comment if you want and that really, really helps. I appreciate it. That, you know, helps other people discover the podcast and, you know, word of mouth is honestly the best way to spread this, especially in our community. Like in the EDM community, I feel like a lot of people learn about new music or hear about shows through their friends or, you know, online on different groups. So please, you know, share the podcast. I would absolutely love it if you would do that. Um, Send a link to somebody today or, you know, best case scenario, screenshot and share your screen and tag us on Instagram, on Snapchat, on Twitter. Um, The podcast account is at Rave Culture Cast and my personal account is at Emma Capotis. That's E. E-M-M-A-K-A-P-O-T-E-S on Instagram and on Twitter. So thank you all so much for doing that. I just have a couple quick announcements here and just a few life updates and then we'll hop right into this topic because I got some really awesome submissions. I think I only read through two of your emails. The rest are going to be a surprise so we'll see how that goes. (laughs) But if you couldn't already tell by the title of this podcast, uh, today is going to be all of your most embarrassing rave stories or music festival stories. So, you know, thank you all for being very vulnerable and sharing these moments with us. I am personally going to be sharing some of my most embarrassing moments and to be honest with you, I, I swear this isn't a cop out. I really, I like asked my friends, I was like, guys, like what were our most embarrassing moments? I can't think of any. And there's a couple. I feel like I didn't have any, knock on wood, I'm knocking on wood right now because I'm jinxing myself. I haven't had any that are like mortifying yet. Why am I saying this? I feel like I'm jinxing myself so badly right now. Um, but I have had some like mishaps and funny moments happen. So I'm going to be sharing mine as well. You know, we're all in this together. I hope you all know at this point that I'm going to be honest with you 100% of the time. So if you know, if you're going down, I'm going down the ship. We got to go down together. So I'm really excited to get into your stories. Um, but before we kick that off, I have a very tight turnaround time right now. We'll see if I can get this whole episode in. It might be a shorter one. I'm actually about to head out to go see show tonight. I am catching Dylan Francis in Brooklyn. He is playing his tour and I think Nina Las Vegas is opening for him and I've never seen her live so I'm so excited about that and this is at Avant Gardner. It's like my favorite venue slash location in Brooklyn. I was just there last week for Don Diablo so it's gonna be a good time. I also just filmed a get ready with me video so you guys if you are watching on YouTube you already know but I have a YouTube channel. It's just under my name Emma Capotis. You guys can go check that out um and then it might be up before this or after this I'm not sure but yeah you can get ready with me watch me do my makeup and hang out so you know feel free to go subscribe over there if you haven't already uh it's just like an extension of this podcast it's EDM vlogs it's raver videos it's musical musical I can't talk to guys oh my god I literally cannot talk today you guys I haven't even started drinking yet I'm just so hype and energetic right now for the show tonight but anyway what was I saying Music festival tips and advice. There we go. I'm going to learn how to enunciate now that I have a podcast. But anyway, you guys, so that's what's going on tonight. I'm super excited. I have a really good group and, you know, I'm usually very active on Snapchat. So if you guys ever want to follow along with me for shows like the night of, I will be posting on Snap and then the day after I usually upload everything to Instagram. So just throwing that out there. If you want to like be in the loop and see everything as it's happening, check out my Snapchat. Uh, What else do we got today? Okay, so some announcements. Um, At this point, by the time this podcast comes out, the giveaway that I was doing ended. It was my first like major giveaway and it was three different rave packages for three random winners. So thank you guys so much to anyone who entered that. I will definitely be doing more giveaways in the future. Really, really rewarding to like give something back to you guys and make somebody smile or make somebody's day. And I was really, really grateful that some of the brands that I work with wanted to be a part of that and donated things. So thank you guys so much if you entered over there. Um, A lot of really fun experiences exciting stuff coming up on my YouTube channel so get pumped about that. One other totally random announcement but I'm just gonna throw it out there. I 
downloaded TikTok. I feel like this is an app for like younger kids, but either way, I'm on TikTok now. If you didn't know what that is, it's literally like a video platform. It's like Vine, but a little bit longer videos. It used to be something that people, it used to be called Musical.ly and it was like kids just doing dances and like lip syncing. I don't know, it was super fucking weird, but it took a turn and now has been kind of like blowing up completely and it's way more like Vine, like funny videos, it's food, it's everything. It's not just music anymore. So I downloaded that because I figured what other better platform than TikTok because I have so many videos just on my phone that I don't up to upload to Instagram. They don't make it into my vlogs. And so I think what I'm going to do is I'm just going to upload all of my extra videos to TikTok. So like all of the footage I take tonight at Dylan Francis's set, I'm not doing a vlog on YouTube. It's just whatever I post to Snapchat and Snapchat obviously disappears. So I'm going to upload all of my clips from shows, from festivals, from whatever to TikTok so you guys can go follow me there if you want and you'll just get some like extra footage and all that fun stuff so I'm excited about that we'll, we'll try out a new platform all right lastly here um I announced this last week but we're going to be doing a new segment on the podcast that I'm so so excited about it's called listener of the week and basically what I want to do every week is highlight one of the listeners uh you guys who are the fucking best who support this podcast I want to shout you guys out either one or more I'm not sure how it's going to go so please nominate somebody that you know that listens to the podcast that has done something positive either for you or for their community or for like the EDM community and send me an email with the subject headline listener of the week and their name and just tell me like why you know why they deserve a shout out what have they done I really just want to continue to spread positive vibes and highlight people that are doing really good things and I want to highlight you guys being the listeners like I want to call you out more and I think it would be really awesome just to shout you out on here so yeah please send in your nominations for people and then I will be doing one a week and yeah I can't wait to I can't wait to talk about you guys more because I love you so much so anyway I'm really excited about that segment um so yeah email me it's raveculturecast at gmail.com raveculturecast at gmail.com and I will be looking for your submissions for that all right you guys ready let's just get into this and then uh stick around for the end of the episode we'll do some EDM news and I have some hot takes on some topics this week. Get pumped for that. I'm pumped. Can you feel my energy right now? (laughs) Anyway, okay. So how this topic came about. I really have enjoyed sharing your stories on the podcast lately. It's been a lot of fun um, reading your like real stories and your submissions. So I was like, I think I want to do an episode where we're just like cracking up laughing. Like I would absolutely love to do that. So what better than to talk about our embarrassing stories? I mean, usually when you attend events or music festivals that are multiple days, there's bound to be some incidents of things that happen that are like pretty embarrassing so you know that's what this podcast episode is all about today so we're gonna start off with mine I have a list here again I feel like these aren't that bad so I'm just saying that I've been pretty lucky but I've had my moments. So these are some of them. So I've mentioned this one before, but there was that one time at EDC Las Vegas, it was 2017, I want to say, where we went out to pool party and I got like a little too turnt at the pool party because you know, it's like 100 degrees during the day and your girl drank a lot and then I ended up getting a little bit sick and then we had like an hour, maybe, to get ready, do hair, makeup, outfit and we got on the shuttles and that was the year of like the shuttles nightmare at EDC. It was like the worst case scenario and I was like dying of heat on the bus because I was wearing this like three-quarter sleeve bodysuit and I get to the festival and I look down and the fucking thing is on backwards like the shit is on backwards super embarrassing my tag was like in my face and like it wasn't the type of bodysuit that you could really tell but I was like you fucking idiot and then the worst part is I had to go into a porta potty like and it's a bodysuit it's one piece I had to take the whole fucking thing off so I'm like standing there naked in a porta potty <laughs> like porta potties are not the best place in the world to be as you all know so then I had to like swap that around so that was just like a little wardrobe malfunction moment which was really fun what else do we have? I, I've also like walked in on so many people in porta potties. So that's really like their embarrassing moment, not mine. But question why do guys not lock the doors in porta potties? Because I almost never walk in on a girl, it's always a guy. I had to talk about that. Like, dudes, lock the fucking porta potty if you don't want to be walked in on, or maybe you do. I don't know. But 
Yeah, that's I've always had those mom- moments where I'm like, and I oop, but fucking walk into the porta potty and some dudes peeing. So that's always a good old time. The other one, so there, it's actually so it's a famous venue in New York City. It's called Webster Hall. It closed down for about a year and then it just reopened again. And it's like multiple floors. Um, I had only been there once, shockingly, and it was for Jonas Blue and EDX. It was a really good show, actually. So <laughs> I went with some of my friends and we go to this venue and we're like, hmm. We get online and there's all these people dressed like wizards and we're like, what the fuck is going on? Like all like Harry Potter wizards and stuff. And we're like, actually, WTF, this is very confusing. So we go inside and again, we had never been to this venue and we're walking around and like the coat check was all the way downstairs. So you had to like walk the different levels and we like wander into this room and it's just fucking all these people dressed as wizards. And we're like, where the fuck are we like kind of cracking up but also like are we in the wrong place like something is happening (laughs) and it was so weird it was so weird not that I don't like wizards like I like Harry Potter and everything but it was like people were really really into it and then we see like a I think we saw a poster on the wall or something like that or it was like a sign and it was said like it was a wizarding night at Webster Hall and we were like oh my god what did we just get ourselves into and it was just hysterical because there's all these rooms and everything so we were walking around for a while oh and then I remember (laughs) this guy who we got into the elevator and like somebody bumped into him and he was like oh that was my wand don't worry or something (laughs) I have no idea. I don't know if these are embarrassing. Sorry, mine are more just like funny stories. But anyway, uh, so it turned out that the upstairs like main ballroom was the show and then the other floors were the wizarding night of Webster Hall. So good times. Haven't been back since, <laughs> but it was uh, it was interesting. You could kind of get a taste of everything if you really wanted to. The show itself, though, was actually really fun. Okay, this one like pains me to say because I'm just like embarrassed as a person who tries to coach you guys through life. Uh, my friend Diane and I did this like cruise around the Hudson or like whatever cruise around New York City and it was an Anjuna Deep show. So it was all artists like on the Anjuna label and it was really cool because that's not like normally I like Anjuna beats more. They're a little bit more housey um, or like even trance versus Deep House which is a little bit more chill. But anyway, so it was really good. I forget the it was Latrell Yato was another artist. Um, but anyway, it was it was a really good lineup. I'm actually really happy I went. So anyway, we get on the boat, right? And it's like a during the day kind of show. And it had multiple levels. So we get on and Diane and I go to like the second floor. And they had like a couple bars and stuff. I w- I'm trying to remember if they had food. I don't know. But either way, you're on the second floor and you look over the balcony and down on the bottom floor was like this massive dance floor so it was like a multi-level thing and we were like oh that's so cool and there was like a stage on the dance floor and like no one was down there at all um and it didn't seem like there were that many people there and we were just so confused we like heard music faintly happening but just like had no idea what was really going on so she and I had like a drink and like time had passed like I want to say we were hanging for like 35 or 40 minutes like it was a significant amount of time and we were just sitting at this table like what the fuck like are the openers on like we just had no idea what was happening and we were like maybe like the main DJs play downstairs like later so confused so we decided to just get up and explore because it just felt like something was off and then we realized there's a roof so we (laughs) we walk up the stairs and we go upstairs the fucking stage was on the roof and we literally missed the first First act the entire show and everyone on the boat was on the roof except for us dumbass bitches <laughs> so we were like mortified we were like what idiots are we like the whole show I'm so embarrassed to say that we didn't even realize we didn't even think like oh we're just like oh there's music faintly playing in the background like fucking morons yeah because the show is happening upstairs so at that point we realized like what was going on people were just coming down to the floor we were on just to go to the bar but literally everybody was on the roof having a good time so after that it was a really magical day because you had a beautiful view of Manhattan and it was like a cruise around the city so it ended up being really fun but Diana and I were like mortified that we were too dumb to notice that they were on the roof the whole time but it's fine (laughs) okay this last story is mortifying and I was debating if I was going to say this or not but here it goes nothing so (laughs) it's like not even that bad but whatever so okay where do I begin I'm stalling right now okay so in and one of the EDCs back in the day, a couple years ago, uh, I had dabbled with some substances and with certain substances, they say that it can upset your stomach if you catch my drift. So anyway, whatever, I started feeling like 
really good and things were happening to me and I looked at my little and I was like little and I just mouthed to her because we were with people (laughs) I can't believe I'm saying this and I look at her and I had like my eyes were like bugging out of my head and I was like little I just mouthed to her I was like little I'm going to fucking shit my pants (laughs) I'm not gonna get through this story oh my god I have to keep stopping it to laugh um But yeah, like I was convinced, like I was convinced I was going to poop my pants. Like, I'm not kidding. I looked at her and I was like, little, like, I'm not going to make it to the porta potty. Like, it's going to happen. It's going to run down my leg. I'm going to die. And she was like dying laughing. She's like, you're fine. You're fine. You just stop thinking about it. I was like, little, I'm going to shit my pants. I just kept saying it over and over again, like trying to make sure the guys weren't noticing because I was just so mortified because this was like, I think one of the first times I had like ever done anything like that. And she, she just was looking at me. I'm like, I have tears in my eyes because every time we talk about it I just always look at her and I'm like I'm gonna shit my pants (laughs) but I like okay spoiler alert nothing happened I ended up being completely fine but I just remember being at main stage at EDC like looking at the porter potties being like if I just make I said to her I was like if I just make a run for it now like I might be okay and she's like no you're gonna be fine like relax just sit down and like in my head like if you guys have ever experienced this before it's like a thing you'll know what I'm talking about they say like when the molly hits and you have to shit that's like a saying (laughs) but anyway it didn't happen but I was like totally mortified and we still laugh about it to this day because it just was like such a moment so yeah you know haven't haven't really like had that moment since then but it was a good time I learned I learned my lesson but anyway I'm glad that I just told the entire world that so that's fun that I'm including this this is how much I love you guys because I'm gonna share my whole damn life and I'm not gonna hold it back because this happens to the best of us so I hope one of you can relate to that story and that's the end of my embarrassing stories I'm gonna go jump off a bridge now bye all right we're gonna take a really quick break here because I just need to like gather myself and like get it together so yeah let's take a quick break and then we'll be right back in with your embarrassing stories Alrighty, you guys, so I just wanted to put this out there in the world. We are looking for submissions for an upcoming episode. This is a new topic, so thank you guys, as always, for, you know, sending in your stories and everything like that. Um, So this topic in particular is one that somebody actually requested. Let me see if I have their name. I don't have the name of the person who requested this, but anyway, it's all about how you overcome a bad raving experience or a bad festival experience. So if you have like a bad trip or an issue with your group or you fucking break up at a festival like I don't know whatever it could be that like causes you your night to like take a turn for the worst. I want to know how you overcome that. How did you get through that specific instance? Is there something you do continuously? Like I think that happens to everyone. Like you're never going to have a perfect night. But how do you turn a night around? I just did that recently when I was at Imagine Music Festival. We didn't have the best start to our night on Friday. And our group sort of just looked at each other. And we were like, guys... Let's brush it off. Like, let's go inside. Let's get a drink. And let's just start listening to the music and having a good time. And we just sort of like had a powwow as a group. And that's how we turn the night around. But it can be anything, um, you know. And if you have advice on like if you're having a bad trip in particular, how to get through that, I think that would be really, really helpful to people because somebody specifically asked about that. Um, so I would love any ad- tips and advice that you guys have. You can share your stories. Again, voice memos are welcome. Please keep them to like under three minutes if possible. And you can send all of that into raveculturecast at gmail.com again that's raveculturecast at gmail.com and just put a headline that says how to overcome a bad raving experience or something along those lines so anyway I'm looking forward to hearing your stories I think that's going to be a really helpful episode for people Um, and that's all I've got let's get back into the episode all right you guys are you ready for your embarrassing rave stories because I sure am I just read through the first entry and I'm fucking shook so this is gonna be a wild ride I should have said in the beginning of the episode that this is not suitable for work kind of episode we're talking about some sensitive topics but that's okay all right I'm gonna keep most of these anonymous unless somebody tells me to say their name but this is first one's up it's a good one it says so okay around 2012 ish when I was just getting into the scene I was going to shows left and right and finally went to a Borgor show want to meet and greet at a venue 
venue that's associated with being a hot mess and bringing even more hot messes tends to be a wild time. So Borgar's clearly lit and we're all drinking with him. It's a great time. Then the show starts. As always, he's a riot and throws down heavy. So during the end of the show, they invite people on stage to dance around him, guys and girls, and surprisingly, no one tipped over the CDJs. Fast forward to the end of the show, I get invited to his hotel after party with about 10 other people and it's a fun ass time until this one chick turns over to me and says, want to see a magic trick? And before I can even say anything, because magic tricks are straight fire when you're Liddy as a kitty, this chick whips out her right titty and squirts me right in the mouth with titty milk. The fuck? Like props to her for having some of the best aim in the game, but I was shook. And before I can even react, she does the same shit to Borgor, but he was down. Dude took a straight up shot of her titty juice like a champ and chased it with the shot. And that's when I knew the EDM scene was fucking weird, fam. Oh, and he just said this is actually super relevant because something similar happened during the Dirty Bird camp out this month. Jesus, people are getting weird. That's so funny. I should have. Okay, one, I don't know if I should have said the DJ's name in this. I might have, but whatever, it's done. Um, And this was literally seven years ago at this point. Okay, I guess I'll talk about it now because I literally was going to talk about this at the end of the episode, but I'm going to say it really quickly because it's relevant to this. So in my EDM news slash my hot takes, this is a new segment when I want to go on rants. I'm going to call them hot takes. So I don't know if anybody heard about this or saw this viral video that went around that came out of Dirty Bird Camp Out this past weekend. There was basically a video of a woman. It was on Twitter that I saw it who is doing this like dance in the crowd. It's during the day. And then all of a sudden she literally she has a bodysuit on. She just like pulls her breasts out to the side of the bodysuit and starts squirting her tits and milk is just shooting out of them into the crowd I think it got on people Uh, I have so many thoughts and again like you guys totally open to discussion I think people will have differing opinions on this and that's completely okay in my personal opinion I just like couldn't believe it one that's not what I thought was gonna happen when I was watching this video I was like oh my god and people were saying like the EDM community is fucking weird like people got weird at Dirty Bird but I think that that's crossing a line and some people might disagree with me but like I saw that and I was kind of grossed out by it like I just think it's really inappropriate and I don't know I just think it crosses the line and again self-expression you guys like if you want to have your titties out if you want to wear like gemstones on you if you want to walk around a thong like whatever you want to do but when you're starting to like spray your breast milk at people I just like don't know why that's necessary and I just think it's inappropriate and I also think it's inappropriate to film someone doing it and then post it online like we've talked about this before I think the word R in plur is respect like respect the people around you and maybe don't film them when things like that are happening or maybe she wanted to be filmed I have no fucking idea maybe she thought it was like funny but it bothered me I did not like it I don't think it's funny and I don't know I just thought it was kind fucking gross so I'm just really curious what you guys think like are you like no it's funny I didn't bother me at all do you think that's crossing a line um I just think it brings up like a really good topic because people are getting fucking weird out there and same goes for um a video that went viral I think over the summer there was somebody boofing at oh fuck I can't remember the festival it wasn't Lost Lands was it I forget where it was, but there was literally a girl boof, which is when you stick like drugs or alcohol up your ass to get like fucked up quicker. And that I actually was surprised. A lot of people really weren't, did not like the video and were really upset about it. And like, again, I completely agree. It's just a combination of like, I don't agree with filming it and posting it online. Like, I just think it's inappropriate at the same time. Like, does no one have any decency anymore? Like, I mean, I would never, ever, ever do that. But just like to be out in the open doing that, I don't know. I could be like old school, but I just thought that was a little classless. I did not like that at all. And I thought that video was, I don't know. I think we're crossing a line here, people. I think there's some things, some lines are getting blurred. But again, 1000%, my opinion is not fact. It's my opinion. And that's what I'm entitled to. And I think people can totally disagree with me. And that's okay. That's a beautiful thing, guys. Um, But anyway, I just had to throw that in there because that was my hot takes for this week. I just think people are, people are getting a little wild at these festivals. <laughs> all right, back into your embarrassing rave 
stories. Let's see what the next one is. Okay, this is a little bit longer. Like I said, I didn't pre-screen any of these, so we'll get into this. Okay, it says, here's a story. I work at a biotech company in Boston, and every year we have a holiday party. It just so happened that this past year, the party was held at a club called The Grand. Club hosts big DJs like Alesso, Chainsmokers, but it's on the more formal side, like heavy bottle service, VIP, etc. The holiday party was on a Friday from 6 to 10 p.m., and at 10, it opened to the public as a club. I checked out the schedule, and Sultan and Shepard were playing there that night. I then found out from the person who coordinated the events for our company that if we wanted to stay at the club after the holiday party ended, we didn't have to pay for tickets to the show. Usually clubs like this uh, I find incredibly pretentious um, and not my scene, but since it was free, I thought, okay, let's do it. So my boyfriend and I show up to this holiday party in formal clothes, but we were low-key ready to rave. Love it. So the holiday party was pretty... pretty chill but there was an open bar so of course we're taking advantage fast forward to about 9 45 and the club is opening in like 15 minutes which means open bar also ends so my boyfriend and i decided to get two drinks because then we would be set for the night so club opens opener comes on we had been dancing for five minutes when a security guard comes up to us and says you two need to come with me and so we walk with him and all of a sudden we're in an elevator because the club was on the top floor of the building and I ask him, why are we here? And at that same moment, an executive from my company steps into the elevator. The security tells me, <laughs> my boyfriend, that we're way too drunk and we had to leave. This just wasn't the, the case. We weren't too drunk, but they probably saw us each with two drinks in our hand and thought, oh, they're going to chug these and get too drunk. Normally, I would have tried to talk my way out of it, but since there was an executive in the elevator... I didn't want to. The whole time she didn't say a word and she just gave us the dirtiest look ever. It was so embarrassing because at this time I had only worked at the company for a few months so it was not a good look for me. I was legit mortified. All weekend I was so worried to come to work on Monday because I thought I was going to get in trouble for literally getting kicked out of the company function. So I show up to work on Monday super nervous as, as I'm walking in to see the executive. She literally gives me another super dirty look similar to the one she gave me in the elevator and every time since then she's given me the same look. Luckily she isn't my direct boss and I never did hear again about that night but it was by far my most embarrassing rave story luckily though after we got kicked out we went to our favorite gay club and the DJ there was on fire that night so it all worked out in the end that's so awesome well not awesome but thank you for sharing and submitting your story um that sucks it's never a good time when you get kicked out and you're like actually not doing anything wrong I feel like that's so not fair but yeah I think if I walked into an elevator and saw like the executive of my company and I was being kicked out mortified I would be mortified as well so I'm so sorry that that happened to you but at least you know at the end of the day you weren't doing anything wrong okay the next submission here says hi emma and rave culture podcast fam this is the first time i'm catching your insta story for submissions to your podcast yay yay girl Oh, I just ruined it. It's a girl. Sorry. (laughs) My embarrassing moment was a few years back at my bigger festival. I didn't really know that many artists very well to recognize their music on stage. I did kind of know Vinny Vici and really wanted to see them. So I went up to main stage at the time they were supposed to come on and I was partying so hard thinking I was finally seeing them. Then someone asked me who was on and I said, Vinny Vici. A few minutes later, the person just said, but that's not Vinny Vici. (laughs) It turns out the schedule had been changed and I didn't catch it. I was so embarrassed about outing myself as a newbie so obviously oopsies haha I, I did see Vinny Vici for real though later that night sending much love to Emma and the rave culture podcast listeners uh, from a fellow German raver that's awesome thank you so much for submitting your story you actually just reminded me you're not alone so many people have done that so don't worry and sometimes schedules can be off and imagine they were off a little bit so you honestly just never know so you're in good company you did just remind me though of an embarrassing story so I think I told this in my EDC <laughs> vlog. Oh God. So at EDC Vegas this year, I'm usually like the one who like has the map, then the map, I'm the map, I'm the map. And I'm usually like the, the one who has like the schedule because I'm the rave mom and like literally like Brady and Eric and Tara are just like, Emma, what's next? And then I guide them and I'm usually right almost all of the time. So this night in particular, it was Saturday night. That was like the coldest night. It was so fucking windy. Like it was really bad. And we wanted to go see our first art car set. So we were going to go see Io back to back Nomana on the Parliament art car, which is the one that looks like an owl. And so we leave, I forget what set we were at, but we leave the set and there are three art cars and like I hadn't really figured them out yet 
So I take them to the art car that I think is the IO back to back Nomana art car. And it was kind of like all the way in the back. And we get there and it's like wide open space. So it's freezing because there's no like structures blocking it. And there's like no one there. There was like 15 people. And I was like, oh, this is it. This is the art car. Like he's on. They're on. Oh my God, this is so cool. So we're dancing around like fucking idiots. We might have been a little bit too lit which is fine. That's okay. And we're having like the best fucking time and people were walking up to us and they're like, who's on this art car? And I'm like, Io. And they're like, oh, okay, this is Io. I'm like, yeah. And enough time went by that we were like, this can't be right because no one is fucking here. And I look at my map and we were at the Mayan art car. <laughs> it was an Io. I was like mortified. I looked, we were there for 35 minutes, guys. Like we literally thought we were at Io set. That's how fucked up we were. It was so fucking funny. And then I look at them and I'm like, guys, wrong set, wrong set, my bad. We're we're not in the right location like nearly close so we were all dying laughing and then we ended up getting to Io within the last five minutes and we like snuck onto the art car um but yeah you just reminded me Caroline about that story so you are not the only one who has done that before by far all right guys are you ready for the for the next entry here here we go it's a voice memo I'm excited let's do it hi Emma so this is my embarrassing story um this happened this last year um so 2019 day two saturday night i ended up um pre-gaming a little too hard got there late which i was so pissed about because i missed your meetup and now i know you're not going next year oh even more pissed <laughs> damn it <laughs> but um on the way there I seriously I had to pee so freaking bad <laughs> and you know if you if you're getting in past like what 9 9 p.m freaking the lines to get in are ridiculous I, I think this was probably around I don't know 10 30 11 p.m so we were stuck in traffic and I was almost I swear in tears I had to pee so freaking bad came up in there and we saw a freaking porta potty I'm like oh my gosh my answers are my the prayers have been answered <laughs> i can pee <laughs> get out ask them can i please use this porta potty and they say no i can't use it because no. it's for security only or something like that so i literally pleaded to them if i don't use this porta potty i will pee my freaking pants they did not care they said nope sorry you can't so i'm sitting there contemplating like hmm do I risk getting kicked out of this festival and just rushing them? Or do I just, I don't know, pee my pants? I guess that's what's happening. I don't know. So I, you know, think, think, think right. Yeah, I'm not going to freaking get, you know, risk getting kicked out. So fine. Oh my God. Go back to the car. Um, I, I swear I could not handle this anymore. And we, we did end up having like a water bottle in the back. It was one of those really good, you know, nice water bottles that we have that, um, uh, has like a really big, you know, mouthpiece. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so I was like, that's it. This is what's happening. Gotta pee in the bottle. Cause I cannot wait another minute. So that's what I did. I had to pee in the freaking bottle. Mm -hmm. Definitely got a lot of looks, you know, from the cars passing us and surrounding us, whatever. Um, it was so freaking embarrassing, Aww. but so freaking worth it. Yeah, 100%. I will never pregame like that again because if you can't freaking pee, I saw people... You know, jumping over, like, you know, there's, like, um, hills and things people hide under. Mm -hmm. I saw people doing that, but I, I don't know. I, I didn't have the balls to do that. Glad Literally. I had the water bottle. Saved my life. But, yes, <laughs> Emma, that's my embarrassing story. Love it. <laughs> That was so awesome. Oh my God. Thank you for sharing that. I don't mean awesome, guys. I keep saying awesome. Okay. Literally everybody has been in that exact same position. I've done that so many times where like, you're like, I why did I do this to myself? I do this almost every time I go to Brooklyn. We like drink at the pregame and by the time we Uber, I feel like I'm in physical pain. I'm going to pee my pants. And like nothing is worse than that feeling. Everybody knows. And it's so much easier for a guy to go to the bathroom. Um, so we've all been there. I feel for you. I love that one. Okay. Ooh, this this one's called Cringe Stories. I'm very excited about this. Okay. This one says, pretext. Before Lost Lands Day 3, I was comfortably relaxing in my hotel room with some friends. They had the TV on a show I'd never watched before called South Park. Damn, son. Oh my God. On this particular episode, there is a towel character who insults his human friend by saying, you're a towel before leaving him. <laughs> yes, a towel. For the remainder of the episode, the human goes around the city screaming at strangers, call me a towel. Evening at Lost Lands has now arrived. I did a big no-no and took two molly whilst in the early stages of drunkness. 
Ooh, no, 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 no. Rookies, don't make that mistake. Do not take two. Two is insane. I can't believe you took two. That's so fucking bad. Don't do that. Uh, what did I do? Naturally, I ran away from my friends and as they chased me throughout the festival, I shouted into the face of strangers for them to call me a towel. Why? So random, so tragic. <laughs> that is fucking amazing. You guys, he attached a photo of his picture at Los Angeles and he put the South Park towel over the phone. <laughs> that is so good i fucking love that thank you that just made my whole day you guys i i like had a feeling i knew where that was going but oh my god that was amazing okay the next one up says hey emma this is kind of going to be all over the place since i don't actually remember it all my friends had to tell me it involves drugs but in no way am i glorifying the use of them with that being said past forest i wanted to get a little bit more adventurous with drugs i did shrooms on day two fantastic feeling i felt like i was floating in the air with light with the light visuals seeing said the sky on shrooms was a religious experience seriously it was amazing the next day i apparently got overzealous and decided to do about 2.5 grams of shrooms the day prior i did one gram oh boy i've never done shrooms guys so i don't know what this means but uh, that does not sound good uh, i ate them in a way where it hit me fast and hard it was around 6 p.m when it started to go south i was hearing everything normally but people moved in slow motion and it was like my eyes were moving and perceiving things in slow motion super freaky people who went to forest this year know that they had hot air balloons that would rise over ranch arena a little bit before sunset today today they had a hot air balloon shaped like a dog and it freaked and i freaked out i was standing with a rave fam member and i go ashley i need to go to medical now so she runs me over to med and we leave the people we were with to go over there i started sobbing and having an anxiety attack and could hardly tell the co the worker what was going on i cry for over an hour asked this poor worker if i was going to die at least 10 times nobody can console me so they gave me a shot of ativan sedative it can treat seizure disorders such as epilepsy it can also be used before surgery and medical procedures to relieve relieve anxiety i looked it up on google i slam a bottle of water and i pass out i woke up and the medi med taxi was there to take me back to camp this was around 9 p.m i got dropped off and passed out until 1 a.m when people started coming back i heard people say hey i heard what happened to Corey. is she okay and i yelled from my tent out of a dead sleep yeah i'm okay I just took too many shrooms and went back to sleep the next morning everyone was like yo how was it me Good, after they gave me a sedative and drove me back to camp and I slept, I still had visuals when I woke up in the middle of the night. I cringe looking back at this because I am always the person who knows their limits, but I got a bit overzealous with my dose. Now I know, but I got freaked out so bad. I don't do drugs at all anymore besides weed. Have a good day. Wow. First off, I'm glad you're okay. That sounds terrifying. That is also why psychedelics scare the shit out of me. And I know a lot of people love them and like have really, really great experiences. Obviously, like you probably took too much, but like the feeling of being out of control like that, I just know it's not for me. And exactly like what happened to you, like I can't imagine being with medic and they're used to it. Like they're so prepared for this to happen, but like there goes your entire night at Electric Forest of all places, like your whole night ruined. So that totally sucks. I'm really sorry that happened to you, but I'm glad that you were okay. Okay, here's another embarrassing rape story. It says, hi, Emma, I love the podcast. Thank you. Uh, my embarrassing stories have to do with the porta-potties. Of course it does, because it always does. <laughs> it was hard summer 2018, and I went to the bathroom, and after I came out, I didn't realize I had a bunch of toilet seats covers stuck to the back on my shorts. Oh, no. Since it was so hot and I was all sweaty, this nice girl was like, um, let me help you out. And I was so confused I, until I saw her take out all of the paper from my back and my shorts. I was so grateful that she helped me out. And I think about this every now and then on how embarrassing it would have been if I, it stuck to me the whole night while I was dancing my ass off. Also, this past EDC Las Vegas, I was getting myself ready to use a porta potty since I had so much stuff to carry and was adjusting my outfit so I can sit down. And when I was ready to sit, uh, someone opened the door on me. It was funny because we both look at each other and I was just awkwardly standing there. And not only did this happen once, but twice. And the third time I remembered to lock the door. I would have been more embarrassed if I was sitting down in the toilet. But every now and then I think about this and laugh. That's from Otilia. Guys, I'm just loving these stories. Thank you so much for sharing these. But it always happens at the porta potty. I already talked about it with the walking in on people. 
That's fucking crazy. Oh, my God. I'm glad that nice uh, civilian helped you, though. You got to look out for each other. All right. Here's another one. Being a guy that is not into arts and crafts, I still decided to make candy for my first EDC. I did it with no prior knowledge, help, or YouTube videos. I got beads and letters from Amazon, and it came with its own stretchy cord or string, whatever it's called. I made the sickest candy, in my opinion. Each had the name of different stages, one for kinetic, one for circuit grounds, wasteland, etc. It was my goal to experience a set in each stage and trade the appropriate candy for the stage. Love it. The time finally came. I went to Kinetic first, like your usual newbie, and was ready to trade my first piece. Fortunately, it was a dude who asked me first, but happened to have giant hands. Oh no, I know where this is going. We did the plural ritual, and as soon as I was trading my piece, the cord just didn't break. It exploded. All the beads flew everywhere in a dramatic fashion. I saw his cringe face, but the dude still gave me his candy. Next, I went to Base Pod. thought it was because it was the dude, and I decided to trade with this petite girl. I was trading my piece when the same thing happened again the beads just didn't just fall they exploded (laughs) flew north south east and west being persistent i did it two more times with the same results i'm so sorry for you i'm like crying their ooh and ouch faces were funny but it was embarrassing and being a plur community we all had to laugh hug and dance the night away i'll just let females make my candy like usual william one of your many fans william thank you so much for sharing that it definitely it was just the string you used so my my trick with candy because i've had some explode on me by the way the visual way you described everything was like so on point um I now I use a thinner string the thicker ones seemed to pop open on me more often so I use a thinner string and I hot glue gun where the knot is so usually when there's a knot and there's two beads like touching I hot glue gun right in between them and like knock on wood that has worked for me so definitely definitely utilize a a hot glue gun but I feel for you you tried next story up here it says embarrassing rave story I was at mad decent black party years ago RIP one of the best festivals which they still toured I was pretty drunk walked out of the porta potty and started to walk back to my boyfriend and group this group of guys started yelling to me I had toilet paper on my butt still aww it was Arizona hot outside and I was barely wearing any clothes the guys helped me get it off before I got to my group it was super embarrassing but thank god for those guys who told me about it before I danced around the festival wearing toilet paper. Aw. Guys, see, there are some really good civilians out there who are looking out for each other. So definitely be that person. If someone has something in their teeth, they got toilet paper stuck to their shoe or their butt. Actually, I did that at Izu. Somebody came out of the porta potties and this guy literally had this long ass like like string of toilet paper just hanging like around his feet. And I was like, sir. And I like stopped and held it down and, you know, got that off of him. So yeah, definitely look out for each other, you guys. Okay, here is the next one. It says, hi, Emma. My name is Joseph and I've been a huge fan of your YouTube and social media for almost two years now. Hell yeah, Thank you so much for sticking with me. Okay, he says, My Ray fam and I went to EDC in 2018 for the first time, and we started planning around this time in 2017 and found your channel, thankfully. Ooh, needless to say, we were fully prepared and we'll be going to EDC for the third time in 2020. Hell yeah, that's so exciting. Um, anyways, my story happened at EDC 2018 that I literally still died just thinking about. I was at Kinetic Field seeing Kygo, I think, waiting for my friend, and this guy started dancing in front of me. It clearly seemed to me that... That at the time he was trying to dance with me which I don't mind at all since I'm super gay <laughs> anyways he kept getting closer and closer to me so once again I thought he was trying to dance and I grabbed his waist and he turned around to kiss me and thought I was his boyfriend he stops himself from kissing me but I went in for it anyways because I didn't realize he stopped and we kissed and it was the most awkward thing that he when he told me what was going on. The worst part was that his real boyfriend was standing a few people back from us, saw the whole thing, so we had to explain to him what happened. It was absolutely the most cringy situation I've ever been in, and I ended up moving to the other side of Kinetic and horror because of what happened. Oh my god. And I also don't care if you use my name. Well, thank you for sharing that. That's kind of fucking crazy. I like how that's different, too. No one said anything like that, and honestly, that's not your fault. That's kind of on the other guy, because he like leaned into it, too, so (laughs) I'm sorry you had to go through that. Okay. Okay, here's another one. It says, this is a slightly cringy, goofy moment. The first time I ever went to a festival, I went bright and early to get to the front of main stage. Skrillex was about to play, and I needed to get out for some water and a bathroom break. I decided to walk straight through the crowd instead of exiting easily through the sides. Oof, that's a big mistake. While I was saying excuse me a billion times uh, while I was squeezing through a never-ending sea of people, one dude helped me out by saying, wouldn't it be easier to exit from the side? And in that moment, I realized I had no common sense. <laughs> 
<laughs> That's it. That's the tweet. <laughs> That's the email. Oh, I feel for you. Everyone's being so hard on themselves. But um, no, no, don't feel bad. Definitely walk out the side, though. That'll help you out a lot. Oh, okay. This one is a way longer email and it has two stories in it. Okay, this is going to be good. I'm excited. Okay. Says, hey, Emma, first time submitter, long time follower. I love the podcast. Thank you for all you do for this community. Thanks, guys. I love you. It says, okay, story time. I would like to preface this slash these stories with this. These were a very long time ago when I was younger and really just wanted to get fucked up, laugh my ass off. I think I think a lot of us can relate, honestly. You know, we all we all grow. <laughs> it says times have changed and now I can appreciate things without getting shit faced all the time. Heard that. Okay, story one, short and sweet. My first rave was life in color new york new jersey yeah me too uh back in like 2013 i think it was mine and my rave rave fam's first we were going hard in the paint and i'm pretty sure we were old enough to drink at that point we also may have partaken in some party favors so we were all feeling great the day went great but i was pretty messed up and a few of my friends gave me their money to hold because i had a wallet necklace thing i was carrying around I lost their money and mine. Not really sure how. Also, we were in the crowd dancing and then someone crowd surfed and I didn't see her because I wasn't paying attention. So when this girl comes my way, I actually ended up dropping her. Oh no. She shook it off and I was really sorry. She was really nice about it. It was She was probably just as fucked up as I was. My friends and I still talk about this incident to the day. Aw. There's nothing you can do. Also, like if somebody's crowd surfing at a rave, I don't know. I, I wouldn't be able to hold them up. Actually, I probably would, but anyway, it's like not really your fault. I wouldn't expect that to be happening. All right, story two. It's actually a story about my husband. My husband, me, and our best friend went to Mysteryland USA in 2015. Still to the this day, it was the best camping festival I've ever been to. Aw, R.I.P. Mysteryland USA. Everyone says never go too hard the first day, yet somehow we all ended up going way too hard anyway. That's what happened to us, specifically my husband and our friend. That first night that year was just for campers, so we had the whole festival to ourselves. We met some people that we are still friends with to this day. They introduced us to something that we'd never expected. My husband and our friend kind of went balls deep. (laughs) They ended up tripping hard. I didn't end up doing anything that that night so I was just there to make sure nothing serious happened well I ended up going to sleep early that night meanwhile my husband and friend are at a silent disco and apparently my husband lost one of his front teeth on my friend's head yeah you read that correctly my husband's husband smacked his mouth against the back of my friend's head so hard he ended up losing his tooth oh my god my husband had to wear a bandana the entire weekend Aww, and talked with a weird lisp it was hilarious and pretty cute they both came back to the tent after that but my husband apparently left and was tripping so hard he ended up in the camping parking lot he said he may or may not have been sleeping next to his car and then ended up asking one of the security guards to call the cops on himself <laughs> the guard obviously didn't the next couple of days he took it easy and he got his front tooth taken care of and he's fine now oh i'm glad he's okay and he ended up, everything ended up being fine but that's really nice of you it's always good to have like someone in the group who's not tripping or like not taking anything just to like watch out for people and like not saying you have to babysit but sometimes it's a good idea just to like have that okay guys um i think we have like three or four more to go here and then we'll wrap up the episode okay so this one says I'm from Connecticut and I usually go to New York City or Brooklyn for shows. I wanted to see Benny Benassi at Marquee in New York City, but I didn't want to go alone, so I brought my best friend. We took the train and drank a little bit. I had some lemonade mixed with some vodka. I'm a lightweight, so I know I need to take it easy. Got to Marquee early and get a drink. I was fine sipping on my drink slow because I didn't want to get drunk because I love Benny Benassi and wanted to be fully aware. My best friend went to the bathroom and by the time she got back, I was not okay. I felt really drunk even though I only had one drink on the train and one drink at the club. I was having fun and then all of a sudden I had to throw up. On my way to the bathroom, I threw up on the floor in front of so many people. I was so embarrassed and immediately went to the bathroom. I continued the night feeling really drunk but not sick. We realized quickly that I was probably drugged because I only had two drinks and can normally drink way more before I throw up. Oh, this is took a sad turn. I'm really sorry that happened to you. Um, I ended up throwing up again when we were leaving right in front of the bouncers. Made it into the garbage this time. We couldn't even stay in for the full show. I was really embarrassed and sad because I can't remember much of the night and I barely even remember Benny's set. I wouldn't even go back to Marquee until I changed my hair color in fear of people recognizing me as the girl who couldn't handle her liquor. Lesson learned. Always watch your drink and make sure you have a best friend that will take care of you. Aw, I'm sorry. That's definitely not like anything to laugh at and one like don't I know it's 
it's easy to say don't be embarrassed, but you couldn't control that. That's probably happened to so many people. I've been to Marquee in New York, guys. It's pretty ratchet. I'm not going to lie. Like it's a lot of like um, NYU kids that go there and they get pretty big DJs, but I don't know. I think it's kind of gone hill. It's a little really heavily touristy, so I don't like love to go there anymore. And a lot of people have like, this is just a side rant. Um, I just like haven't met the best people. Like I would say it's like the opposite of Plur vibes there. Um, people pretty much just go to there to like get fucked up. I won't go again anymore. But I mean, if you've never been, you you can check it out once. Yeah, I would say it's more like a college crowd or like really touristy. But anyway, so there's nothing you can do there. And that's really scary. You got to be careful. That happened to one of my best friends. So yeah, like you really do have to watch your drinks. And um, oh, I'm sorry that happened to you. Okay, the next story here says July 2014 at Webster Hall, New York City. Don't remember the artist who was playing. It was nobody important. We went for a free two-hour open bar. We're pounding Red Bull vodkas because we were all a little tired. Sometime around 1 a.m., I didn't feel like dancing. I was really tired, so I went to sit down on one of the couches on the edge of the dance floor. I sat for a minute and started fading, dozing off. Before I knew it, security picked me up and said, come with me. They escort me outside and put huge X's on my hands so I couldn't get let back in. I call my friends and say, this is bullshit. They kick me out, come outside. So I made them leave early. They were really pissed. So they finally meet me outside after 30 minutes. And we all went to McDonald's around the corner. That's where I fell asleep again. <laughs> they will never let me live this down. Oh my God, I love this. Wait, I know who sent this email. That's so funny. This is one of my friends. I didn't even realize this was his email. Wait, I'm dying. Sorry, I'm freaking out. I like read the whole thing and then I just read the name at the bottom. I'm like, oh my God. This is one of my good friends. Hell, oh, and he attached a picture. Oh, I love it. That's so fucking amazing. Well, you know what? Shit happens. I'm not surprised. I can't even imagine how many people fall asleep in the club. It happens to it happens to the best of us, man. Oh, thank you for for sharing. Okay, actually, while we're on people I know, I one of my other friends sent me a submission that's anonymous, so I'm gonna read their embarrassing story as well. It's kind of funny when you know the person because I'm like dying picturing all this stuff. Okay. So this person's remaining anonymous. So it says, At Bonnaroo 2015, my friend and I went around the whole weekend starting Bonnaroo chants. Like, when I say Bonna, y'all say Roo. Bonna, Roo, Bonna, Roo, Bonna, Roo. That Saturday night, I got so blazed that I started the chant up before a set was starting. So as I started it, I said the, when I, when I say Bana, y'all say Rue, Bana. But then my high ass brain just completely forgot within a half second that I had started the chant. So everyone does the Rue back. And then I just stood there staring into space. And then I realized everyone was looking at me waiting for me to do something. And I was so confused. It then clicks back in. Hello, dumbass. You just started a chant and now it's your turn again. So as it clicks, everyone sees my facial expression, promptly understands what happened, and I say out loud, ah, shit, guys, that's my bad. My weed was louder than my chant this time. Everyone burst out laughing. It was all good, but for a moment there, I was so embarrassed. You know, that's a pretty good one. I actually really love that story. That's amazing. I feel like everyone probably was just looking at you like, wow, this guy is super fucked up. (laughs) That's what I would be thinking. Or like have somebody else chime in maybe or something like that. I don't know. That's amazing. Okay. Uh, I think we have, oh, I have one more voice memo, guys. Let's play one more voice memo. And then I think that might be it. And we'll wrap up with some EDM news. All right, Emma, I've got one for you. So EDC Las Vegas 2019 was my first festival, uh, my first EDM experience ever, actually. Uh, Day one, I was loving my new outfit, feeling confident, ready to go. We pregame at the hotel, so by the time we get into the Speedway, the whole crew has to pee immediately. Um, Having heard plenty of stories of how nasty the porta-potties are, I jump in, quickly pee while hovering, being sure not to touch anything, Mm -hmm. pull my shirts back up and hop back out. We go on our way and have an amazing first night. Thankfully, I didn't have to pee again the rest of the night until we were leaving, but decided to wait until we got back to the hotel because we wanted to avoid those porta potties if possible. At about 6 a.m., we finally get back to our hotel. As soon as we walk through the door and into our room, I start getting undressed because your girl has to pee, and at this point, I was exhausted and ready to crash. As soon as I pulled my shorts down, I saw a big shit stain on the inside of my shorts. I almost threw up. No! First... I had not taken 
a crap since <laughs> I had those shorts on, so it can't be mine. No. Second, I went to the porta potty maybe twelve hours prior to this, well, so I must up. have gotten on my shorts then and been there the entire first night of ADC. And third, it wasn't just on the inside. No. It had even rubbed on the very bottom of the shorts and somewhat onto the outside of the bottom. These shorts were white with sequins all over them, so Bitch. who knows how many people saw this on my butt and thought I cracked myself. My friends and boyfriends swore they didn't see it, which if they did and didn't tell me, I would have killed them. <laughs> Needless to say, those shorts were thrown away immediately, even after I, I only got to wear them one time. Oh no. And I spent entire day one of EDC with someone else's shit on my ass of my shorts. So for any newcomers, when... People tell you the porta potties are disgusting. They are not exaggerating. I'm dying. I mean, where do I even begin? That was remarkable. You are remarkable. <laughs> I freaking love that. That was freaking crazy. You know, burn the shorts is what I have to say. Burn the shorts. That was the most vulnerable you've probably ever been. So thank you so much for sharing that traumatic experience with us. I almost just threw up listening to that. <laughs> but that is fucking crazy. I'm so sorry that happened to you. This, you know, guys, we're all in this together. Like I said, we're all in a safe space sharing our shit stories. You know, just you and me. We're, we're all, you know, no one else is here. No one else is listening. <laughs> okay. I mean, guys, I think that was the note we're going to end on there. <laughs> I think that is a great place to wrap this up. I hope you loved that as much as I did. I appreciate all of you so much for sharing your stories and for submitting those and letting me share them with other people. I appreciate it. I hope you guys enjoyed this as much as I did. I would love to do like a part two to this topic in particular for sure down the line. So like anybody who didn't get to submit one this week or if I didn't read yours, like I can definitely do another batch of these in the future. So feel free to submit anything for that. Um, I'm going to take a super quick break here. We'll do EDM news and we're going to wrap up the episode. All right. So I'll be right back. Okay, guys, I just wanted uh, to do one more reminder for two of the submissions I'm looking for. One, listener of the week. So please send me your nominations for somebody you know who listens to the podcast. Um, again, that's done something positive in the community, uh, done something positive for you, or just deserves a shout out. I don't know. It could also be like, is your friend getting raised this week? Did someone you know just get engaged that listens to the podcast? And like, you just want to make them feel good and you want to give them a shout out. Um, I'm open to that as well. So email me, raveculturecast at gmail.com and put listener of the week in the title so I know that that's what you're emailing about and also I'm again looking for submissions for an upcoming episode on how you overcome a bad raving experience or how you overcome like a bad trip at a festival or at an event um, basically just <clears throat> tips and suggestions or stories of like how you turned your night around um, I think that'll be a really helpful episode in the future to do so I'm excited about that and I think that's all I've got so let's get into some EDM news all right, you guys. So I talked about the viral video earlier. That was going to be a part of my hot takes today. But um, just a few quick things I saw in the news this week. So Ultra posted that there was so much so much success with their like resistance island that they did last year at the festival which is basically like where all the techno is techno stage um and they announced that they're gonna sort of since it's not at virginia key beach anymore it's going back to where it was originally they're doing something called the cove and it sounds like they're expanding on the resistance stage and it's gonna have its own cove i don't know what that means but that's so intriguing to me honestly i feel like ultra next year is a possibility for me. I'm just throwing that out there in the world. I don't know for sure, but I've kind of been thinking about going back because I went in 2017 and I had so much fun and Miami's just such a good time. And I don't know. So let me know if you guys would want me to do that because I know it's covered a lot like on YouTube and stuff. But at the time that I went, I had just started my channel. So I don't have any vlogs on it on my channel or anything like that. So I'm like, it could be interesting. And it's a really popular one. So I definitely have some tips and advice for people to prepare for that festival. So anyway, I'm just throwing that out there I think it sounds like it's gonna be a good time um in other news I saw something really cool that somebody posted somebody can confirm if this is true or not but EDM maniac shared this on their Instagram account um somebody posted a picture I think it was uh her name was Rebecca Lynn of duct tape that was on the bottom of her shoe and it said at Grizz's show they had this area where you could write a worry you had on a piece of the duct tape put it on the bottom of your shoe and then dance the worry away throughout the night and then when you look at your shoe 
issue. The, the word is gone. I love that. Can we do more of that? That's incredible. All these artists out there who are doing things like this to just spread like positive messages and positive thoughts, I think are incredible. So I'm really, really supportive of that. And I loved seeing that. And I just wanted to share it. I think artists can have more fun and do things like that at their shows. In other news, I'm really sad to report this already happened this past week, but Elenium was forced to cancel the Thursday night um, of his Ascend tour at Red Rocks due to severe weather, which was really upsetting because obviously Red Rocks is an icon venue. I've still never gone. It's like on the top of my bucket list. And this is Elenium's biggest tour to date, his Ascend tour. It's his new album. Um, He's just grown so much as an artist and, you know, has a huge fan base, a very loyal fan base. So Red Rocks for him, he was playing three nights, I believe. Obviously, massive deal for an artist. It's like playing a Madison Square Garden, like huge fucking deal. And obviously, I'm assuming the weather was really, really horrible. He tweeted about it that like it absolutely broke his heart, but they looked into every single other possibility and there was nothing they could do. I mean, obviously, it's an outdoor venue. Um, He said, you know, we have like, I think it was, we have four semi-trucks of equipment. We have staffing. There's no way we could move everything there and have people come to the show with, the, I guess, the weather that was happening. So they had to cancel it. I felt so bad for him. Um, And he was actually like replying to a couple people back and forth, just chatting with them and just going back and forth. And I understand where people are coming from because you're heartbroken, of course. Of course, like the other shows are sold out. You can't go to the other shows. You probably if you flew in or you traveled from further away to go there, like I would be fucking devastated. But people were saying like, can you do it here? Can you do it here? Like, how are you going to make this up to your fans? Blah, blah, blah. And obviously he was like, clearly we've exhausted every option it's sold out there's no venue that can fit the capacity plus you have to think about it like an artist like elenium the amount of effort and work that goes into putting on like the stage design the lighting everything that he wants for his show he's not going to sacrifice that just to shove into like another venue it wouldn't be the same performance that he wants to give his fans so like while i understand people are like frustrated and trying to throw those options at him like clearly I think he did everything he could and like tried to make it happen. But like your safety is of the utmost importance and all the staff and himself. So, you know, shit happens. It fucking sucks. You know, I remember Seven Lions missed his moonrise set. I mean, artists miss sets all the time, right? When they have issues with traveling and stuff like that. So it really sucks. I was super bummed to see that. It broke my heart. I wasn't even going and I was like, oh, fuck. I know how bad that hurts for people. So that was a huge bummer. Um, but he played his other shows. I'm sure they went really well. And, you know, guys, one day, one day I will get to Red Rocks. I got to decide, like, who I want to go for. Like, I, sh- I would have gone for Above and Beyond or, like, a Seven Lions or 1,000%. But we'll see. There's some um, some really good options in the future. So hopefully I'll get there soon. Alrighty, I think I'm done uh, blabbing for an- enough of this episode, guys. But I hope you enjoyed this so much. I loved reading all of your stories thank you again for sharing them and being vulnerable uh you know I feel better I got some things off my chest so that's really good I feel like we talked about poop a lot in this episode but you know what we're getting more comfortable with each other I'm getting more comfortable with you and you know we're one big poopy family so anyway hope you guys have an awesome week thank you so much for listening I would absolutely love it if you would screenshot and share your screen tag me in it on Instagram on Twitter send a link to your friends uh especially if you were featured this week please send this episode to your friends who have never listened to the podcast Uh, I would love it if we could grow our family that would be really incredible and thank you guys again for being awesome and I will be back next Wednesday with a new episode peace peace